All right. <laughs> hey guys, today we're going to be talking about marketing your social impact business via social media. So we all know everybody's on social media, basically one social media platform or the other in some form or another, even those people who say they're not on any social media, unless you're living way off the grid, you have some type of social media connection, correct? So, um, that's what we're going to be talking about. Everybody thinks that because you have a social media account, it's just easy peasy to market your stuff to your desired audience. You don't really have to put in much effort and nothing could be furthest from the truth. So we're going to give you some tips and strategies today on how to effectively market to your social media audience without fatiguing them. And that's the big thing. Welcome to the Change Agents Podcast with your host, Tracy B. Allen, social enterprise and small business funding strategist and the owner of TVA Consulting Group. The Change Agents Podcast is about empowering change agents, social entrepreneurs, social enterprises, and nonprofits with the knowledge, skills, strategies, and concepts needed to design, build, and fund their social ventures. So my name is Tracy V. Allen, the owner of TVA Consulting. I am an impact strategist, social enterprise um, consultant, and a small business funding strategist. I've been in this business for over 20 years, and I'm joined today by... Hey, y'all. I'm Ty Boone. I am owner of Ty Boone Enterprises. I'm a nonprofit success strategist and program development strategist. Like Tracy, I have 20 something um, <laughs> out here in his nonprofit streets helping nonprofits move from charter struggles, sustainability, and success. Uh, most of the time if they listen, right? Right. <laughs> and that's the key right there. If they listen. Exactly. You talk about some of that stuff. Some things people just don't listen to because right. this stuff is so exciting and Everybody wants to be part of it, and they start to do stuff that doesn't really make sense because they didn't listen to folks like us. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. not the way that you're supposed to do this. You, you mentioned fatigue um, when you came on, and you know, there's you can fatigue your audience. You can also fatigue yourself <laughs> um, doing a little bit too much. <laughs> you just, and y'all like, I'm from Alabama, right, Tracy? And and and, and, I, and this is probably not an Alabama. Slogan, but you're doing too much, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. People just doing too much, or, or they're not doing enough in the places that they're supposed to be doing things, right? Doing too much in the wrong place and doing not doing enough where they're supposed to be. So I think that's why um, it's really a good idea today to talk about uh, social media, how you use it, how you leverage it um, to attract support for your business, your nonprofit, social enterprise, because that's what it's about. It's about attracting um, uh, people and support rather than changing them, uh, stalking them, because y'all do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how do you do that? How do you position your brand? How do you position your message to attract the audience and knowing which platform to use for the audiences that you are, you desire to attract? Right. Um so when you talk about knowing which audience, which platform to use when trying to attract audience, and you also talked about um, when we talk about fatiguing our audience and making sure that we're planning correctly, 
Uh, I think we need to start there, the planning, because the fatigue and the right platform and the right audience all go together with planning. So mm -hmm. that's part of sitting down with your board, your staff, figuring out what you want to do for the year and coming up with some type of budget and some type of fundraising plan before you hit social media and you're like, oh, we need $500 to do this. And then next month you're back. Oh, we need $200 to do this. And then the next week you're back and we're raising $300 to do this. And we're like, wait a minute, what's really going on here? Like, people over here. Like, I mean, they get funding for everything. Mm -hmm. like, you should already, if you were having the fun, um, if you're raising money for your back school rally, what is your funding goal? Right. Back school rally, this is where you start. And, you know, one thing I talk about a lot, Tracy, when I see fundraisers on, um, on social media, sometimes it gets on my nerves. Like, I'm like, oh, this is just, they're doing too much, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like that. Especially when I see folks who post something, a fundraiser, and they go zero dollars raised in three months. Yes, I know that's your big, your big pet peeve. Yeah. <laughs> you really expect for me to donate to, to your organization when I ain't nobody? Mm -hmm. They mama, your husband, your best friend, don't nobody like what you're doing. <laughs> well, I think that most people think that if they put a fundraiser out, they're looking to raise money. So why should they themselves invest in the fundraiser? But it shows that someone is supporting your idea, your cause. It's like, you know, it's like social proof, right? If you put something in there, you get your husband to put something there or your friends or whoever to put something in, then I'm like, oh, okay, well, people are supporting this. Maybe I might go support it myself. Right, you're bored. It's, you know, but a lot of times these board members don't even know that these folks out here having these GoFundMe's. That's the problem. <laughs> they don't even know. They don't even know that you're out here having a major fundraiser on social media. And that's a problem into itself. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other problem that we need to that needs to be addressed. Is doing things without your board's knowledge. That's something that your board should know. I mean, there's some things, of course, as an ED that you can do. Um, arbitrarily because it's in your um, in the bylaws that you're able to do certain things without board approval. But a major fundraiser on social media, that's putting your brand at stake. We talked about branding yesterday and putting your marketing and advertising budget and just your reputation at stake. Your board really needs to know what's going on and they should be involved because they should be the first people to support that fundraiser. So you don't have zero dollars. <laughs> you mentioned board approval and board knowledge. There's a difference between the two. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. there, there are serious things that you need your board approval for, but then there's things that they should at least be knowledgeable of. Mm -hmm. And this all comes because you did what you said in the beginning. You had a plan. Yeah. And then what the plan is, because they saw the plan whenever that happened. So you don't have to tell them if you're going to do a fundraiser every quarter, every quarter you don't have to get approval again. No. Oh, it's understood that you're going to be in the fundraising business or you're going to be raising funds because they're knowledgeable that fundraising is a part of what your funding plan is. But focus is kind of jumping out here doing stuff. The board doesn't know, the board is not giving, and then, you, then they go, then they post these, these posts on Facebook 
um, especially, I don't know why I'm just so on Facebook, but. Because it's the easiest. I'm glad you're talking about Facebook. It's the easiest place to fundraise because you can just register your um, organization. And then every time you feel like you need some money, you click a few buttons and bam, you got a fundraiser. And I think that's where our main focus is about when it comes to social media fundraising. And I know now Instagram has it, but we see it so much on Facebook. It gets, it fatigues us. And we know that it's fatiguing your audience as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so tell people, since we're on Facebook, since we're on the Facebook conversation, you want to be, you want to cultivate your audience, your followers. Um, you want to be able to communicate your calls before you start to fundraise on Facebook. Because if I, I don't know what you're doing. You, you, you know, you're talking about your kids and, and your cousins one day, and then all of a sudden you pop up a fundraiser about your organization, not even you know, at one, right? And then you then you complain that nobody wants to give, but I don't have a, your, your business page, you don't give any information about your fundraiser, and we don't see what kind of impact you're making, what kind of work you're doing, and then magically a fundraiser appears. <laughs> like, and it goes back to our conversation yesterday which is about marketing your organization, right? Branding and marketing your organization. We talked about that in reference to the board, but if you're branding and marketing your organization effectively on a regular basis, you won't have a situation like what Ty is talking about because as soon as you put up a fundraiser, we would have already known what this fundraiser is going to support because you have been marketing and branding what it is that you're doing. You have been bringing awareness to the cause that you're trying to champion over an extended period of time. So you would have already had me invested. I like to call it hard strings to purse strings. You would have already tugged at my heartstrings. So when you do ask me for money, I am more than happy to give you some of my money because I know that you're invested in, in, in solving a particular problem. Mm -hmm. I like that. And it's, to piggyback off your, what you're saying, when we do it the wrong way, we make it too hard to get, make it, we make it too hard to make a decision to support, right? So even if, if you're doing, and you just kind of put it out there, I don't know what it is. Now I have to figure it out. I have to say, you know, what are they supporting? I, I may have to ask you questions. It's, I can decide whether or not I want to give you my money. But if you are strategically planting um, information about your organization and I'm strategically learning about your organization because you're telling a story through your social media pages, then I'm already engaged. So once you have me already engaged and suddenly I see um, you know, a, a call or you're requesting that we give you some support, I already know what you're doing, so it, it takes me a half second to decide just how much am I going to give you, not whether or not I'm going to give. Right. And it's the same thing with the sale process for regular businesses, for for-profit businesses and social enterprises. If you're going to put something to market, whether it's a product or a service, you're not going to just pop up one day and say, oh, I have this um, particular course for sale, or I have this particular product for sale. Like let's take cookies, for instance. One day you're not gonna just pop up and say, hey guys, buy these cookies. We didn't even know you made cookies. Can you bake? We haven't seen any process. We've never seen you in the kitchen. We don't know anything about your culinary skills to say that we're going to buy the product. So what it's social media likes storytelling and small bites. And that's what you need to do is tell a story so we get invested in your story 
throughout a, a, a certain uh, a specified time period before you ask me to give you my money. Right. You have to warm me up. This is the, this is the, the real dating game. Right? <laughs> you gotta get me interested first. Don't just come over here asking me. Right. This is my money is something serious. <laughs> basically, we're not giving it up on the first date. That's right. basically what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right exactly so you have to you have to it's a long courtship right to keep keep up that reference it's a very long courtship it's not um you take me out for dinner and then it's a happy ending no that's not what's happening so it's that's and i think a lot of people think that's what happens on social media oh we can just put it up there i have five thousand followers they're just all going to give me money. It doesn't work that way. You have to get people interested. You have to tell those stories, visual stories, oral stories, um, video in video form. You have to tell it in all different types of ways to appeal to people's sense of um, sense of attention, whatever attention span they have. Some people like to see pictures. Some people like to see videos. Some people like to hear. You have to, different learning styles. That's what I want to say. You have to appeal to the different learning styles and the different way that people get interested in your, to get them interested in your cause. If you don't do that, you can't then turn around and ask for money, even though, yes, we have billions of people on social media. Mm -hmm. And you have to think about you, you mentioned you know five thousand followers at the Facebook and like yes mm -hmm. or whatever. You have to understand what makes up your following or who makes up your following, right? This may be a bunch of folk, your friend, your family, your friends, you know, because this is social. This may be people who are not connected with your cause, and you, you mentioned heartstrings, who, whose hearts are just not into what you're doing, but they like you, right? So they decide to, to, to be your friends on Facebook or whatever, but they may have zero interest whatsoever in whatever the cause is that you're trying to get them to support. So having 5,000 friends out there, and if my organization is, is in support of Heart Hope, then February is Heart Hope, and I just slap up a, you know, a Facebook fundraiser saying, I have 5,000 friends, each of you all give me some money for Heart Hope. If only 20 of those friends are interested in what I'm doing, I'm likely only to get 10. Of the five thousand to give me some support, and you think about you, you have to think about how you're targeting them um, in, in your personal pages versus your business pages. Because if this is a business and organization, you really want to focus over there. Because your friends, you know, even though friends are good and friends are there for support, you never leave them out. They might give you a dollar here or there, but they don't want to hear about your organization all day. Right, and not only that too. Even with five thousand followers, we got to remember. Um, all social media platforms have an algorithm and all 5,000 people are definitely not seeing your post, right? So if you're not posting on a consistent basis, you're not, you know, connecting with other people on social media, you're not really bringing, drawing people into your page, into your story, into your organization, putting up a Fundraiser on social media is not going to be a magic pill. It's just like what Ty said. You will put it up and you'll be trying to raise as little as $300 and you will have absolutely no donations because you have not connected with your audience. Right. And you're speaking of, you know, audiences that they differ. You know, I can be a whole lot of resident on Facebook, right? Because it's just kind of how I'm, <laughs> I am. I can say stuff on Facebook like, oh my God, I didn't say that on Facebook. But you would never, ever catch 
the same post on LinkedIn from me, right? I can mm-hmm. go up, I wake up on a Saturday morning and I'm like, say something Saturday and I'll hashtag it and I'll put it on Facebook and I'm like, this is rapping. I'll just kind of be out there like that, right? On LinkedIn, I bring in more of the kind of like for the audience that I'm trying to connect with on a different level. You know, I'm like, okay, let me make this more polished because I know a different kind of people will be looking at that. Not that there's not the same people on Facebook that there are on LinkedIn, but but you have a different type of professional connection on LinkedIn than you do on Facebook. So you want to have your, your conversation to, to, to target those individuals on those platforms if that's what you're trying wanting to do, if, you're, if your audience are different, if your products and services vary across platforms. Right. So I think that I can sum up what we've said and then Ty can add in anything else that I have may have missed out. I think the key here is to sit down and plan. Take the time to put a plan together, no matter what type of fundraiser you're doing, whether it's on social media, it's in person, um, it's a product-based fundraiser, it doesn't matter. You need to have a plan, a plan that not you alone came up with, you, your staff members, your board members, can make sure you get board approval, that the plan is in place, and that plan should be for the whole year. You shouldn't be popping up every week or every two weeks fundraising for something different in your organization. That shows a disconnection. It shows that you're disheveled and you're not prepared really to receive funding if you're constantly fundraising. That is not what should be happening. You should have targeted fundraisers with specified amounts that you are going to try to fundraise. And there should be actually a marketing and advertising plan in place on how this is going to roll out. You know, what stories are you going to tell? Who are going to be the storytellers? How often are you going to post these? It's a whole backstory. So not because you are just fundraising on social media and social media is such a wide open platform that you can actually just get up one day and say, okay, this is what I want to raise. It doesn't work that way. I think I've seen like a lot of, and going back to Facebook, a lot of fundraisers be out of desperation. You know, when you're saying, you know, you just post today, you're fundraising for something else tomorrow. A lot of that is in desperation because your overall funding is in place. You know, you and your board have not sat down and decided how we're going to finance this organization and make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, without having to ask for money every day. Like, what is it that we're, I mean, like, you can get money every day without asking for money every day. You know, strategically place um, and plan. Donors and contributors will give to your organization every day without you coming to Facebook saying, give me money every day. Because, that, because that's the plan. I mean, that's how you set this up. But a lot of times I'll see desperation. I'll see people fundraise for stuff that they should be handling internally. You know? Um, doing public fundraisers for things like the insurance for their organization or the formation, you know, fees to the IRS for their organization. Where is your board? Where is your internal capacity to handle these little things that you have to pay for in order to operate at a minimal level? You know, um, sometimes I, I get frustrated with nonprofit organizations who are who are trying to fundraise and they go, you know, I need to. I have to raise $275 to pay the cost of my 1023 EZ, right? And I'm like, if you have to go on Facebook to have a GoFund or go have a GoFundMe for $275, that tells me something as a potential supporter. 
Number one, it tells you that you have no clue about how to raise money or how to get money into your organization. You cannot get your board together to help you to get 275. You don't know how to get 275 out of your pocket. You don't know how to make $275. So I'm a little bit nervous that if I give you this money that you're asking me for, that you don't, you're not going to give me a good return on my investment, even if it's just $275, because you don't know how to grow $275. You don't know how to get the first $275 without making it a public thing within 275 being a small amount of money. This is what you have to have in order to get your organization even legitimate, right? So why are you raising 275 public if this is your thing? I totally agree. When you're going public for money, it should be a sizable amount, something like 275. I see a lot of people put up those types of fundraisers and they're not nonprofit. They're not birthday fundraisers. They're actual nonprofit organizations trying to raise money. That's something like $300 or I mean $500, even $1,000. If you cannot raise that from your board, like Ty says, then we, you still, we have a problem. There's a much bigger problem than trying to raise $1,000, honestly. Little, especially if it's for things that are important and pivotal. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's things that you have to have in your organization in order to do program work, in order to get funds. So then if you're saying that you're a youth service organization and it's going to cost you $500 to implement this program, and that's, and that's all you're looking for. You're looking for $500 in order to get the students into your program or to make this work in order to produce certain outcomes. You need $500. And that's the thing that your organization is known for. That's your brand. That's what you do. If that's what's going to operate your organization, you need to figure out how to get this internal. Really. Because every, the work still has to be done whether somebody on the outside gives you $500 or not. You have a board. You have, and that's your first line of defense. If all it takes for you to operate your organization is $500, y'all can, y'all can take that up at the UNO table. <laughs> Hello? Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think, I think that really wraps up what we were talking about. Just making sure that, you know, whatever you're doing when it comes to fundraising, that you're taking the time to plan and that you're executing um, in a way that does not make your organization look like they don't know what they're doing. So, yeah. That's it for me. That's all. All right. That's it. That's all. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye, everyone. Okay, change agents. Thank you for joining me today. And remember, there's someone in your community that is waiting for the programs and services that you provide. And it is your responsibility to make sure you get it right. Until next time, have a great day.